Hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast. This first episode will examine Taylor Swift's 2020 album, Folklore, using Kenneth Burke's work on the definition of man. And that's bracketed human now to include women in it. And I thought it would be interesting to use one of the most lauded women in music who is one of the main epitomes of what represents femininity femininity in our culture. This is especially important to me due to the lack of women represented in rhetorical studies and the natural inclination to assume that the pleasures of young uh, women and their tastes in the media and music is often not as respected as that of men or boys and Taylor Swift and loving Taylor Swift is definitely seen as something that is very cliche and mainstream and I wanted to take this opportunity to analyze her work rhetorically to give her the respect that she thoroughly deserves as an epic and incredibly talented songwriter. Now, Burke believes that a better understanding of language will help humans to avoid war and nuclear omnicide. But the real meat of this essay is in talking about how different facets of language has contributed to our definition of human and what sets us apart from other animals. Burke uses five main clauses to support that thesis. The first, symbol using animal. The second, inventor of the negative. The third, separated from our natural condition by instruments of our own making. The fourth, goaded by the spirit of hierarchy. And the fifth, rotten with perfection. To give context to how these clauses facilitate the definition of human, I want to look through the lens of the songs on Taylor Swift's folklore as an example of contemporary rhetoric. This first clause, symbol using animal, is about how our reality is mediated through language, whether that be books or songs or music, and it's our experience with all of these things that we are able to interpret messages and understand things because we're not always capable of understanding ideas and concepts due to related first-hand experience. Symbols are a force of their own and we don't always have control over how they use us, let alone how we use them, but they stand for the ideologies that can help us make sense of receiving messages we wouldn't ordinarily be able to interpret. One of the best examples of this from folklore is the song Invisible Strings. The idea behind this song is that there were so many moments of heartache and pain um, throughout Taylor Swift's life, yet there was an invisible string tying her to the person she was meant to be with. And in quoting, a string that pulled me out of all the wrong arms into that dive bar, something wrapped all of my past mistakes in barbed wire. One single thread of gold tied me to you. 
this metaphor is tied into culture and promulgated by history in concepts from China and the red thread and how there is a single thread that ties people who are fated to meet and it pulls people in the direction of where they're supposed to meet those people and they're knotted and tied at different points in life in order to make those connections happen and so this understanding of this of this song of this concept of this invisible string is tied into ideas and thoughts that have already existed in society and is made clear to the audience members because of that secondhand experience with other media that had similar ideas and used the metaphor in the same capacity which is a real way of interpreting reality our reality is based on these symbols and if someone views their connection to one person as a string as as something that pulled them towards them that affects the way that they view the world and their place in the world and that's something that humans can tend to not think about how they use language and symbols to interpret what happens around them and that is the basic premise of that first clause symbol using animal the second clause that burke demonstrates is the inventor of the negative which revolves around how speaking in terms of negation isn't present in nature except in humankind and the song Exile by Taylor Swift and Bon Iver is one of the prime examples that displays how humans can interpret things based off of what they are not anymore or not in general. The line in the song that specifically relates to this is, You're not my homeland anymore, so what am I defending now? You are my town, now I'm in exile seeing you out. This line involves the symbol of a homeland representing the sanctity and togetherness of a relationship. And now that it is not being defended anymore, and now that that person is not their homeland anymore, then their relationship is no longer existing, it is no longer safe, it is no longer something that the person can return to or come back to. And without this recognition of negation, of it not being a homeland that they can return to, is how the audience is able to understand what is happening. The negative also allows people to understand what their identity is based off what is not included, which is in and of itself uniquely human. The third clause, separated from our natural condition by instruments of our own making, may seem simple in theory and that it pertains to basic tools, but these tools have an ability to ha have a life of its own. An example of this given in the reading is a car and how a car can be lost control of by its operator. But how language plays into this is that it is a symbolic instrument. But while language can be used as a tool or as an instrument, it is not merely so. For example, in the song Cardigan, Taylor Swift uses this 
article of clothing, this word, as a symbol for feeling content with oneself in the admiring words of a loved one when she says, And when I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed, you put me on and said I was your favorite. Yet from the sender, Taylor Swift, writing this song and putting it out into the world, to the receiver, the audience and the listeners who hear it, there can be different interpretations and ways of seeing what she means because the person speaking does not have full control over the tool of language as it transfers from the source to the point of reception. In this way, it can be said that language is an instrument that separates us from our natural condition, but it is not merely an instrument as it has control over who we are and see ourselves as as well. The fourth clause goaded by the spirit of hierarchy is about how humans crave order, this social hierarchy and division of class in whatever form that manifests as race or socioeconomic status because we crave order and that is shown through the way that we generate communication in the song the last great american dynasty taylor swift writes rebecca rode up on the afternoon train bill was the heir to the standard oil name and money and the town said how did a middle class divorcee do it just this excerpt from the song shows how humans have this tendency to question how someone of lower status can achieve higher status and why they would want to intermingle and these ideas are emphasized by communication which can also be seen in how we place ourselves in relationships like when taylor writes in the song peace your integrity makes me seem small you paint dreamscapes on the wall. I talk shit with my friends. It's like I'm wasting your honor. With these words, she's placing herself below her significant other and ranking themselves in that way by deciding their worth, which shows how even in the most personal aspects of our lives, we are goaded by the spirit of hierarchy. The last and fifth clause, rotten with perfection, has to do with once a human starts something that they want to continue it to its end and how we strive for perfection in all of the facets of our life and that's what leads us to our downfall. And in the song Mirrorball, Taylor says, I know they said the end is near but I'm still on my tiptoes spinning in my highest heels. Still on that trapeze, I'm still trying everything to keep you looking at me. This quote emphasizes our obsession with trying to be the best and that leads to putting ourselves in positions where our desperation to succeed leads us to inevitable circumstances of failure. With that said, I hope the relation of Taylor Swift's folklore to the concepts of Burke's definition of man created a cohesive idea of what each of these clauses meant and represents in terms of language and how we see the world through it that sets us apart from any animal outside ourselves thank you for lending an ear to my podcast and have a great rest of your day